Welcome to Make It Happen, powered by Avon. I'm your host, Evie DeAngelis. For over 130 years and 34 years before women had the right to vote, Avon has been empowering women to rewrite the rules for business success. Sparked by female entrepreneurship, each episode features spirited discussion with motivating, inspirational, and candid real-life stories and secrets to success and how to make it happen. Join us as industry power players share their personal success stories about embracing opportunities, embracing failures, trusting their gut along the way, and everything in between. Hi, and welcome to our podcast today. I am your host, Evie DeAngelis, and I am very excited, as always, for our show today. But today, I am joined by a powerhouse, a small and mighty amazing woman from Charlotte, North Carolina, Avon representative, Miss Carla Lytle. Carla, thank you so much for joining me today. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. So I'm really, really excited to talk to you because you've had quite the journey and you've had really an amazing journey for someone your age. So I know that this isn't something that we as women typically do, um, but just amongst us girls, do you mind sharing how old you are? Yes, I have no problem with that. I <laughs> am 36 years old as of April 20th this year. Oh, well, happy belated birthday. And, you know, I think what's so amazing, Carla, is so many people at 36 you know, they're still figuring out what they want to be when they grow up. And that's totally cool and totally fine. And, um, you know, that journey is really an exploration for people. But for you, you are kind of on your second career and you've shifted a career path and you've built a lot of success. And I think that's something a lot of people, not only in, in your age group and your contemporaries aspire to, but in any age group, they really aspire to. Um, and so I would love it if today we could take some time to talk a little bit about that journey and and how you've built um you know success in your second career in in your young life. So, you know, tell me a little bit about your your professional journey and where you started and where you are now. Well, I've had a million jobs over the years. <laughs> um but I went to school and got my early childhood education degree. So I was a lead teacher for three-year-olds, and I absolutely love working with kids. Um, I don't have any children of my own. I'm a cat mom, but <laughs> I love having that experience to, to be with the kids and then send them home so their parents could, could parent, and I just got to love them for a few <laughs> hours. So that was, uh, that was my career path, and unfortunately... Across the nation, we don't have our teachers get paid a lot, early childhood all the way up to high school. It's just not a extremely lucrative profession, uh, financially anyways. And so I decided that it wasn't giving me the lifestyle that I wanted. Like when I was younger, I dreamed of traveling and of seeing different things. And I didn't dream of the struggle, the financial struggle that would come with my chosen career path. Um, so, so I was tired of looking at the prices for items at the grocery store. I was just tired of, of struggling. And the, the big pinnacle turning point for me was I didn't want to look at item, the price of items at the grocery store. I wanted to buy name brand cereal. And I just wanted to add stuff to my cart without a coupon, without 
wondering if I was going to be able to pay for it all when I went to the checkout counter without having the embarrassing moment of having to put something back. I didn't want that experience. And that was very much my experience. And so I was always talking about money. And my mother, who is now my upline, would always bring up the opportunity of Avon. She was like, you know, you can earn money without having to go punch in somewhere by just selling the items that you've loved since you were a little girl. Because my aunt sold Avon when I was a little tiny girl. So I've always grown up with the products. And she just kept mentioning it every single time I would complain about money. And eventually I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just at least try it. Why not? And I did. And I started to make a little bit of money and that was very exciting, but I still had my full-time job that I went to school for. And I feel like when you go to school and you finance it, like I did, and so Mm -hmm. you have the student loan bills coming in the mail every month you feel really attached to that career path. And the economy just started to go downhill a few years after I had started my Avon journey. And I was actually laid off. And then I got a new job and I was laid off again three months later. Mm. And for me, it was a pivotal moment in my life that I didn't even know was a pivotal moment, which I think looking back on things, sometimes you do. And you see, you're like, wow, that totally changed the course of my life. It was about a week before I was supposed to attend annual convention that I was laid off for the second time. And so I'd never applied for unemployment in my life. I was going to have to go on an unemployment because all I had was my small Avon earnings. And I I hadn't decided to build it as a full-time business yet. It was just extra money for me. And I didn't know what I was going to do, but I believe firmly that when one door closes, another door opens. I, I have belief in that. So I was laid off. I went straight, and this is a really cute story. I went straight to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I bought a bottle of champagne. And I went over to my friend's house and I said, I don't know what's next, but we're going to celebrate regardless Ugh, that I love this this point <laughs> in my life that things are going to be different. And we did. We sat out in her front yard. It was in springtime and we had some champagne and we talked and we just <laughs> celebrated that I was going to have a new life. I had no clue what it was going to be, <laughs> but I knew that door for me was closed. I love that so much because, you know, I think so much of what you've said, you know, while, of course, everybody's story is unique and it's individual and and it's been your own journey. I mean, it resonates with so many people. You know, I I can't count the amount of conversations or even periods in my own life, you know, with people who have just said, I, I just want to buy brand name food. I just want to not, you know, cut coupons and... Um, you know, I also I've dedicated a lot of money and time to a degree and and changing is really hard and scary. But you really grabbed that um, by the reins. And I love that you chose that opportunity to say, you know what, we're celebrating change rather than being afraid of it. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I talk to people all the time. And I think fear of the unknown is very real for a lot of people. And that is what change is. And I think understanding me and I have to constantly remind myself this 
constantly remind myself this because life is always changing. That's what makes it interesting. That's what makes it fun. But the thing people have to remember is change is not bad. And I will repeat that to myself. Change is not bad. Change is not bad. Whenever there is a change or a veer or a road bump or whatever, you just have to keep reminding yourself that just because it's change, it doesn't equal bad. Um, And I think a lot of people tie that together with the fear of the unknown. And I'm also a big, huge advocate of doing things, even though you're afraid to do them, Mm -hmm. to step out on faith and to do it, even though you're afraid, it's okay. You can do it afraid, do it while being scared. And um, I do that through a lot of different aspects of my life. But those are two things that really when I grasp and I held on to those two concepts of doing things afraid and change is not bad, uh, I guess they're my little mottos. I say to myself, I don't know what you'd call them. When I grasp onto that, things really begin to change in my life for the better. And I think looking at things from a positive problem solving perspective is much better than from a fear and lack perspective. Such great, great advice that applies to so many different aspects of life. So tell us a little bit about what happened after you had that bottle of champagne and you celebrated the unknown. Um, Well, I obviously went and tried to figure out how to file for unemployment Mm -hmm. because I've never done that in my life. And then uh, six days later, I got on a plane and I went to Las Vegas for our annual convention. And the reason why I went was because I wanted to go to Las Vegas and I wanted to take a tax write-off. I, again, hadn't committed to Avon full-time. I was just part-time. But I thought this is going to be a good experience and I can take it as a tax write-off. So I'm going. Mm -hmm. Sign me up. So I got on the plane and I, I definitely got more than I bargained for. I was sitting in, I say, the last seat in the last row of the convention hall, hardly even listening. And I heard, I saw these people get on stage and they were saying what their units were, how big their team cells were, you know, a million dollars, two million dollars, ten million dollars. And hearing those numbers, that money caught my attention because I knew I was in leadership. I just had a little tiny team at the time. And I knew I could do math in my head, like if I could only get a certain percentage of that total amount, right? that that would be way more than I was making as a teacher. And then I started looking at the people and they all looked different. They all were different colors, different religions, different backgrounds, different states. None of them had anything in common. They didn't look like little cookie cutter cutouts of each other. And so I thought, if they can do it, I can do it. I was in my 20s at the time, and I literally thought, I just won't sleep, and I'll eat Roman noodles, and <laughs> I will go back home and commit a year of my life to this business, and I can have the life that those people have. So then I got really interested in everything that everybody was saying at convention. I was in the front row the next day, and then on the way home, on the plane, I wrote out a plan of how I was going to make it happen in a year. And when the plane landed, I called my upline, who's my mother. And I said, if I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, which people that know me know, I don't like to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm a, I'm a like 10 or 11 o'clock type gal. That was one of the benefits for network marketing for me is I didn't have to wake up at 7 a.m. anymore. Yeah, that must have but been hard when you were a teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, if I wake up at 7 a.m. and I don't go to bed until 
10 p.m. and I just spend all day working my business in a year, can I get to where I need to go to make this money? And she said, well, I don't think you're going to have to work quite that hard, but yes, you can. And um, so I put the plan in place. I committed to my business. I committed to my team. I committed to my learning, which I think is important in a lifelong process. And a week to the day of the day that I got laid off, I had replaced my teacher's salary and went off unemployment and I never looked back. Wow. That's amazing. That's so amazing. And I love what you said about saying, all right, I'm giving this a year. And there's a phrase that really sticks out in my mind um, when you said that. And it's, you know, if for one year you do what most people don't, right, what most people don't do, in one year you'll have what most people won't, right, which is like you have the things that other people won't have because you've worked for it. And it sounds like you really – um, you really did that. And I think so many people have a tendency to get downtrodden and, and um, when things take a turn. And instead, you really took this leap of faith and shifted your entire career path, which is amazing. I did. And I honestly, it was the best decision I've ever made because I have a life that without Avon, I could never have. I could never have the life that I have without Avon. Um, I could never have traveled to some of the places and stayed in some of the beautiful resorts and had the beautiful experiences and helped the people that I helped without Avon. There's right. no way. And so true for me, the celebration of the moment where I didn't know what was going to happen, I just knew it was going to be okay, was was very big for me. That's amazing. And then and you've since turned it into really a full time career choice, haven't you? Oh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely full time. But I think that people, yes, I worked hard. Yes, I do work hard. But it's not, I, I still have a life. I'm still able to have a life. Right, I'm you're not working all day life. from 7 to 10, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> no. like you thought you would have to, right? No, <laughs> no. I mean, I still, I, I have dinner with my sweetheart and I don't talk on the phone. I, um, I'm, I'm present in those moments where I'm with people. So I'm not totally consumed by my business. I think people sometimes think you have to do that. And I think you have to have a balance with life. And as long as you have a really good plan and an amazing schedule and a routine, you can get absolutely everything you need to get done and still have time for your family and still have time to be there in those moments. And that's what's the great thing about network marketing as a profession is it allows you to develop a schedule that you can have a life and still do. So, you know, it's not your nine to five where if your kid has a play in the middle of the day, you can't go. Mm -hmm. You can go. You can work your schedule around being there for all of those moments. I've never missed a birthday party, one of my friend's birthday parties, or my godchildren's birthday parties for that matter. I haven't I don't feel like I've missed out on anything. Avon has just added joy and bliss and opportunities to my life that I wouldn't have been able to get anywhere else. 
I just love your energy and your attitude and your whole outlook. It's just so amazing. And I think, you know, when I hear your story, you know, I think about the fact that you said that you you were in your 20s when you made this decision. And it's a big decision for for anybody, um, you, you know, to become an entrepreneur, to start their own business, to chase after their goals, you know, whatever it might be. What advice would you give to other people who are now in their 20s um, who might not have thought of this type of entrepreneurship for them? What would you say to them? I tell everybody to give it a try. I mean, sometimes I feel like people agonize over decisions that are just try it. Just do it. Like Nike, just do it. Right. You know, um, what's the worst that could happen? It doesn't work out for you. And okay, but at least you know and you gave it your best. Try and give it your best and see what happens. I mean, people are more willing to put $5 in a gambling machine than they are to put $5 on the rest of life. That to me is just so sad. So for me, I would say, try it. You're in your 20s. You're young. You have energy. You have this bright future ahead of you. And go out there and grab life and make it happen for yourself because you 100% absolutely can be willing to put in the work and you're willing to try. So give it a try. And what if, much like you, they say, well, okay, it sounds really fun and cool, but I spent all this money and went into debt for an education for a career. I don't know how to shift out of that career. Like, I don't know what to do. What if they said that to you? What would you say? For me, it's the side hustle, which like everybody that has a full-time job, I feel like that I know, has some kind of quote unquote side hustle because it doesn't provide them everything that they need. And looking to the future, which a lot of people are, especially millennials, which I'm a part of that group, you know, social security isn't going to be there. That's what they're telling us. Like, it's not going to be there. So if you don't have some in game plan for, you know, okay, I got my degree in this, but you know, eventually in 30 years, I'd like to retire. People are no longer doing that at 30 years old anymore. So why not start now, build the business if it takes you 30 years to replace your income, at least at the end of 30 years, you have a business that can support you for the rest of your life so you can actually enjoy enjoy retirement and you don't have to sit at the house having a staycation, which is what a lot of retired people have. <laughs> or they have to they wait until it's time to retire to figure out a game plan right. of what they're gonna do next. So get ahead of the game. Again, just go for it. Try it. I love that. I think that's so great, you know, because I think that there are a lot of young people who just who just don't know. Um, And I think very much like what you said earlier, there are a lot of things that you said that would resonate with them, including the thing about education and, and that investment or, you know, being afraid of taking risks. But your advice about just just doing it and trying it is so is so true. So um, before we before we end the show, is there anything else? Is there something that you would have said to yourself you know, if you could go back and, and just have a conversation with yourself when you were first starting out, is there something that you would you would say to you that you can share with our listeners? Yes, mm-hmm. I think I would have taken my business seriously from day one um, because I didn't. I was playing around with it, and 
if I had have taken it seriously from day one, I would have been three years closer to everything that I've gotten in the past 11 years. Like I would have got it three years sooner if I had just done that from day one. Right. Um, so I think, I think taking the business seriously and the next thing that I would say would be learning to know that learning. And even as a, a teacher, I didn't, for some reason I was in my twenties, I didn't get this, but um, that, le- that learning is a lifelong process and you're not only learning about new things to do and new ways to do things, but you're also learning about yourself. I have to say, I have grown and learned so much about myself through my journey with Avon. And I'm a totally different person than I was 11 years ago when I started, a totally different person. Um, And I change every year. I work on myself every year. And I think that's important for everybody because when you become more, you can be more for other people. I totally, totally agree. And and you said something earlier about being present for people. And I think that yeah. that's a really important one, too, especially in this day and age of just technology everywhere and us always being on our phones and everything. And I think, you know, as an entrepreneur and as someone who shifted gears and, you know, took this leap of faith, I think that, um, you know, the personal and professional development that you have achieved is probably infinitely more valuable than any education you could have paid for. Um, and so any fear okay. that you had about, you know, losing that money or changing your path is probably you've you've gotten the return probably times 100. I totally agree. Totally agree. Life experience and meeting new people, going new places, talking to people, listening to their struggle gives you a lot of perspective, a lot of perspective on the things that are important in life and on how you can help more people so that everybody can have, can feel loved, appreciated, and supported. Absolutely. So I always like to do this thing at the end of the show where I have a few random rapid fire questions. So are you ready? I guess so. (laughs) All right. So you were a teacher. What is your favorite subject? I know you taught little kids, but this is still a good one. Art. Art. I I love art, music, and all of that type stuff. I'm an artsy girl. Creative brain. I love it. Uh, Girl after my own heart. I'm the same. Um, Okay. This is a funny one, but I love clothes. Dress or romper? Oh, a dress. Always. We've done some like great ones, both great dresses, great rompers at Avon lately. It's for me, it's been tough to choose. Rompers for me are, uh, and a lot of other women probably are the bathroom feature of them. That is totally the issue. It absolutely is. I agree. It's like fashion over function, right? I don't really know which one to do. And yeah. and sometimes you're like, well, I just want to look cute while I feel like I'm wearing pajamas. So that's also a benefit. Yeah. But yes, that is definitely the issue. <laughs> and last but not least, what is your favorite Avon skincare product? Uh, the new clinical eye cream. That is the best stuff in the world. And one of my favorite things about it is you can, it's one of the products in our line. We have a few that you can feel and see the difference immediately after using it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, I, um, I could talk to you all day. It's like such a pleasure talking to you. And I just love your story so much and just love how you get out there and, and just share your amazing energy with everybody. So thank you so much for joining us for this today. And I hope we talk again soon. And it's always a pleasure chatting with you.
Well, thank you so much for having me. Of course. And for all of our listeners, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and at www.avon.com. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. 